NFL puts out their players as role models, which they are for so many young men, they can make a real difference here by putting in place tougher policies, by changing the culture within the NFL. Klobuchar on CNN's State of the Union. She calls the situation with Ravens player Ray Rice deeply concerning. She's among 16 female senators criticizing the league's handling of the domestic abuse case after Rice hit his now wife, knocking her unconscious. I'm Tom Peace, The Blaze News. Questions for a person of interest in the shooting of a Pennsylvania state trooper. But as we hear from the Blaze Radio's Cassie Wilson, no suspects yet. One of our members was ambushed uh, and killed, and another was wounded. Uh, the wounded uh, trooper is, uh, has been operated on and is in stable condition. State Police Commissioner Frank Noonan. The barracks are in a rural area east of Scranton. I'm Ken Stevens with news on the Blaze Radio Network. Truth lives here. From the KFNX Weatherbug Weather Center for this afternoon, it'll be sunny. Our high 97 as winds gust to 20 miles an hour. Tonight should be part of county with a low 72 as winds continue to gust to 20 miles an hour. Monday will kick off the week with a sunny day. You expect a high of 98. There's a 30% chance of afternoon showers and storms Tuesday with a high of 96. I'm Rod Tanner from the KFNX Weatherbug Weather Center. Currently in downtown Phoenix, it's 98 degrees. Hey, I'm Don McDowell. Join me every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, for Shake, Rattle, and Troll, Arizona's only exclusive fishing show. A look at local, regional, national tournaments, recreational fishing, freshwater, saltwater, and beyond. Shake, Rattle, and Troll is brought to you by Bill Chrysler Jeep and Dodge. Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on KFNX 1100. Welcome to this week's The Prepper Pat Show where your host, Tony Tangalis, will discuss self-reliance as a lifestyle choice and offer useful resources to help keep your family prepared for the challenges you could be facing. Okay, preppers, this is September's National Preparedness Month, and I can't think of anything more important for our listeners to be doing than joining a prepper group. And we've got the next two weeks, we is probably my two favorite shows we're ever going to do. We have the two largest self-reliance groups being interviewed. We have today, we have Chris Mon and Mike Gaston from the Northwest Phoenix Valley Survival Preparedness Group. And next week, we're going to have Dave and Michelle Waller from the Mesa Are You Prepared Group. These are the two big groups that have endured over years. Um, there's been a lot of other groups that have come and fallen by the wayside because the leaders didn't have it together as, as passionately as, as needed to keep people interested to come. You've got to put a lot of passion and energy into these groups to keep them coming, and these guys do it. So uh, this is really your takeaway today is if you invest an hour of your valuable time in learning why it's smart to, to get into a prepper group, it will benefit you in so many ways. Uh, today, again, we have our guests Chris and Mike from the Northwest Phoenix Valley Survival Preparedness Group. Welcome to the Prepper Patch. Hey, Tony, this is Chris. Can you hear me? We can hear you great, buddy. Thanks for being on the show. We really just want to... Uh, to talk about your group on this month, National Preparedness Month, and all the wonderful things you do. You guys really have it going. You've got great meetings. You put your research into what you talk about. Uh, I've attended several of your meetings, and I've come away learning lots of stuff. Um, so tell us a little bit about, uh, uh, you know, your group getting founded, when you got founded, and, and uh, how things have been going for your group. Yeah, so, I, you know, I started prepping probably back in 2010. Uh, just because I started getting afraid of what what was going to be happening in our country in the near future, I, I see a lot of things on the horizon, and uh, it, it just honestly scared me. So I um, wanted to get to know some uh, like-minded people 
who were also into prepping that I could team up with in, in my area and kind of do this together because it's, it's really difficult to do all by yourself. So uh, I found out about meetup.com, uh, knowing that it's free. I went ahead and started looking around to see what was available. I did notice that there were some other prepper groups in the valley, but none of them were in my area. So I went ahead and created my own in, in, in my area, and I was trying to be very specific of where, <laughs> where in the Phoenix Valley uh, my group was going to be located. So that's why the, 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 the title or the name is pretty long because I wanted people to understand exactly where where I'm coming from. Uh, so I went ahead and started that in, in uh, September of 2012 and quickly uh, posted some very simple meetups. One of them was on bug out bag. Uh, another one was, you know, practicing uh, hiking with your bug out bag to see, you know, does your bag fit well? Is it, is it comfortable? That sort of thing. And uh, right away, Mike Gaston, uh came to, to the meetups and was very interested. And I talked to Mike quite a bit. We found out we were on the same page in a lot of areas. So I asked Mike to go ahead and join me uh, helping run, run this group and, and, try and try and build the, uh, the community group to be a little bit better than, than uh, what I could do by myself. You guys are doing a great job. I mean, you, your group and the Mayside Prepared group are just head and shoulders, the, the two strongest groups in the Valley. And uh, every time I attend your meetings, and I wish I could attend more of them, I, I learn stuff and I meet neat people, and it's really interesting. I mean, you've got you know you've got a broad spectrum of people that go to your groups. Tell us a little bit about the growth of your group since you founded it, and you know how many how many people you have going to your groups. I think our listeners will be surprised at how large your group has become. Yeah, actually, it's been. Uh, by the way, this is Mike here. Uh, the growth has actually been pretty phenomenal considering we've only been out there for just a couple of years. Uh, you know, we started, you know, I remember it was just 10 or 12 people, you know, and just a couple people started to meet us and we've grown to, I believe it's almost, uh, almost 340 members at this point and we average, you know, anywhere between 25 to about 50 people, you know, at any given type of meetup, you know, depending on the content. And so, you know, the growth has been very good. Uh, we seem to see a lot of, Basically, kind of first-time preppers. You know, we're kind of spread all over the, the spectrum. We have some people who are very uh, experienced, and we have, you know, a lot of like, you know, what I see a lot of is just uh, single mothers who show up and uh, who are interested in taking care of their families. Yeah, it, it's fantastic. And you know, I noticed you guys have grown so large. You used to meet in homes, and now you have your meetings over at Kabbalah's, I believe. Um, uh, they give you that room upstairs in the far upstairs back left corner as you walk in there. And, yeah, Cabela's uh, has been yeah. a fantastic resource for us. Um, they were very generous to let us uh, run our meetups out of that room. It gives us a great classroom-type environment where we can you know, put together some really high-quality uh, presentations for people to take away a lot of information. Yeah, it, it's fantastic. I attended one of your meetings about a month ago, which was on bug-out locations. And, I mean, the amount of depth and research you guys put into that presentation was just it was phenomenal. I mean, the, the, all the maps and the, the criteria and defining the difference between a uh, an owner, landlord, prepper that has land that uh, he just wants people to live on there, and then you know he had it all broken out. You really did a fantastic job with that, and my goodness, that room was was packed with people. I mean, it was just uh, a lot of people in that room, and and uh, you know, this is the takeaway, listeners. These guys, if you're looking for prepper information, if you know you don't want to be on your own, you want to be in a group, and these guys have the best group. If you live anywhere, you know. Kind of draw a dividing line in the middle of Phoenix, and if you're west of Central, uh, this is the best group to go. Now they're they're kind of they're up there in the Northwest Valley, but frankly, we don't have anybody down in the Southwest Valley in the Buckeye Levine area. So uh, this is this is your chance to learn, and and they have their meetings at Cabela's. Guys, tell us a little bit about the goals of your group, some of the goals that you have. 
So the prime, primary goal that I put together when I first started was I just wanted it to be a, a networking venue, uh, getting to know like-minded people so that you could find out, hey, you're not alone. You know, you may, maybe some of the people in your neighborhood are also doing the same thing. And obviously, you know, preppers kind of want to be secretive about their prep. They don't want all their neighbors to know about what they have and what they're doing because, you know, when uh, when disaster strikes, you uh, you got enough to feed your family and take care of your own family, but you, you may not have enough to feed the whole neighborhood. So you kind of got to be doing this in secret. So th- this is kind of a way for people to come out of the secrecy uh, and, and, and join up with people who are doing it as well. I'm not broadcasting to my neighborhood at all that I'm doing this. So it's really you got to search it out. It's got to be people who are looking for for these like-minded people uh, to, to, to really be involved. A lot of my neighbors don't even know that I'm doing this, uh, which is exactly what I want. I only want the people who are also prepping to know uh, that I'm doing this and know where I'm at so that we can team up. So it's uh, it's one of those games where you, you got to be secretive in some aspects, but at the same time you have to open up so that you can meet you know, people to, to join up with. Yeah, like-minded people that get it, that get the reason to prepare and another one of the uh, things is you guys are really focused on education. I mean, that's what I've seen. You really, you really focus on just a phenomenal amount of education. So when people attend the meetings, they, they get their takeaways. I mean, they get a big takeaway every meeting they come to. Well, well I'll admit, we, Mike and I, we're not experts in, in all the fields that we're talking about, all the topics we talk about. So Mike and I have to go online and, and, and buy some books, and we have to do a lot of homework on, on certain topics before uh, we can hold a meetup. So... Just because uh, we, we, we hold a meetup, we've, we've been doing weeks' worth of research and homework in order to prepare for this. And we want something, we want people to take away something from it. So we're very, we're very purposeful. We put together very nice handouts. We do PowerPoint presentations. That way people can print them out. They can put them in a hard copy in a notebook and take it with them if they need to, or if they need to reference it later. And we, we post all of our meeting handouts on our website, on our meetup website, after the meetup uh, in PDF format so that anybody who may have missed it or if somebody wants to share it with somebody else or if somebody just wants to download it to their, to their own computer, uh, that's, there's, there's no charge for it. We, we, we're doing it to educate, uh, you know, face our community. We, we think that if our community uh, is, is smarter about this, then, then the burden will be uh, lighter on the rest of us. And please share with our listeners. We're going to give this out several times throughout the show today, but for those who, who can't stay through the whole show, please share your meetup uh, address so people can find you guys. Sure. So it's um, www.meetup.com is the, is the main site, and then ours is the Northwest PHX, as in Phoenix, Valley Survival Preparedness Group. It's kind of a long title, but if you go to meetup.com, and you search, you search for Northwest PHX Valley Survival Preparedness Group, uh, or if you search for topics such as preparedness or survival, our group should pop up. Um, Tony, I believe our, our, our website is on your, uh, your, yes. your meetup, your website as well. That's right. So for our listeners that are regular listeners of the Prepper Patch, you just go to our website, which we have now have at both PrepperFestAZ.com. We also... Uh, added PrepperFestExpo.com. So our, our new name is PrepperFest Expo. Our website's PrepperFest Expo. If you go to the About Us tab, and there's a drop-down called Join a Prepper Group, and we just added this this morning. We now have uh, the Northwest Phoenix Valley Survival Preparedness Group and the Mesa Area Prepared Group both listed there. They've got their uh, 
meetup addresses. There's uh, Mike and Chris's personal email addresses are on there as well as well as the West Valley, the East Valley group. We have their meetup and some email addresses to contact those people. So if if you forget everything else, go to go to prepperfestexpo.com and you will have this information. Guys, we're coming up on our first break. So when we come back, we're going to talk some more about a lot of the meetups you've had. And so we'll give some tangible examples of the various things that you've done. Um, again, I've attended several of them, and I've walked away just blown away with, with the uh, uh, information that you guys provide. So stay tuned, listeners. We're going to be right back, and we're going to have Chris and Mike talking about the various topics that they have on their meetup. You're listening to The Prepper Patch on Path and X. Listening to the Prepper Patch on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. Please stay with us as we will continue to explore some of the specific steps you can take to improve your family's self-reliance and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. American Ready Gear provides serious outdoorsmen the tools to survive. They offer waterproof fire starter chips that provide more than six minutes of steady and reliable flame, even in the wettest of conditions. Or use the fire starters for fuel in their solid steel handheld backpacking camp stove to boil water or heat individual meals. American Ready Gear products are proudly made in the USA. You can find them at AmericanReadyGear.com and on Amazon. American Ready Gear, are you ready? We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years in serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. Order the Berkey Light System today. Call the Berkey Guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653. Or order online at GoBerkey.com. That's GoBerkey.com today. Do you want to know the truth about buying gold? Research your precious metals investments today. Read How to Buy the Right Gold and the Dangers of Buying Gold at CMIGS.com. CMIGS was founded in 1973 by my father, Bill Haynes, a pioneer in the precious metals industry. CMI Gold and Silver offers 35 years of experience and insight to help you choose the right precious metals investment for you. We buy, sell, and trade. Research your gold and silver investment today at CMIGS.com. Looking to improve your prepper radio capabilities? Get a powerful 5-watt VHF UHF handheld radio with a lithium-ion battery belt clip and antenna for just $69. Mention ham radio and get our amateur radio internet training course for just $22.50. Remember, when cell phone towers are down, ham radio still works. RF Gear to Go, your Arizona radio communication source. Call toll-free 1-866-448-4327. That's 1-866-448-4327. Helton Tool is Arizona's discount tool distributor. In addition to power tools, they sell tools for everyday life, such as Revereware, Chicago Cutlery, and Wise Emergency Foods. Great gifts for the holidays, they carry toys and many household items, including heaters, humidifiers, and roasters. Visit HeltonTool.com for all your everyday needs and holiday gifts. Find your next great deal at Helton Tool. That's HeltonTool.com. 
The tragedy of Hurricane Katrina and the FEMA debacle that followed confirms that your family must be self-reliant. Premier Tactical is your all-inclusive source for preparedness supplies, firearms, emergency medical kits, portable solar, and long-term storage food. In today's unstable world, you must be prepared for emergencies and natural disasters. Get equipped today at PremierTactical.com. For personal attention, call 602-828-5554. That's 602-828-5554. Welcome back to the Prepper Patch on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX with your host, Tony Tangalos. Today, Tony is discussing some of the specific steps that you can take to become increasingly self-reliant and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. Okay, we're back with Chris Mon and Mike Gaston of the Northwest Phoenix Valley Survival Preparedness Group, and these guys are doing great work with getting the whole West Valley all prepped. Um, guys, let's let's jump into some of the various meetups that you've had, and uh, let me start with the one. The first one I attended, you guys were doing uh, food storage, and you had a uh, it was in it was in a home, and you had five gallon buckets, and you were putting food in there, and you went through tremendous detail in how. To place oxygen absorbers in the food, so you know people are going buying rice or or beans or some at Costco or whatever, and it's sitting in a bag. That food's going to go bad in a couple years. But the way you guys are teaching people to pour that food or flour or whatever in a five gallon bucket, you put some oxygen absorbers in there, and then you rented a. Uh, I've, I've finished the story here. I think you rented something that in, introduced nitrogen into the container, so you could then seal it up with nitrogen. So you. Kill all the yeah, oxygen absolutely, absolutely. Actually, food, uh, the whole long-term food preparation is actually kind of one of my uh, one of my basic tenets as far as I'm concerned, prepping, uh, because, you know, I believe a, a bug-in scenario is far more likely than a bug-out scenario, depending on, you know, and everyone has their own particular uh, points of view on that. But for me, the food bank kind of idea is really important to me. And so uh, basically what, what I learned, I started doing this for myself, is uh, – I wanted to invest money into food, but not have that investment just, you know, go away in about three to five years when all the food has gone bad. So I did a pretty extensive amount of research on the long-term food storage. And basically, you know, with some Mylar bags, you want to remove the oxygen from the food. And so uh, I started off with the oxygen absorbers, which are available online with a bunch of different retailers. But I went so far as to go ahead and purchase a nitrogen tank and uh, get a hold of food-grade nitrogen and just uh, really, you know... Uh, prepare the food in such a way that it'll last for, you know, even beyond the five to ten year uh, kind of time frame. Yeah, and so when you when you take beans or rice and you do that, you put the oxygen absorbers and you put the nitrogen in there and seal it up. Uh, give me a, a brief, give our listeners a brief idea of how much more that will extend the life of that food that you put in there. Well, if, you, if you're basically storing the food at a reasonable temperature, obviously the lower you can get it, the better. But, you know, here in Phoenix, it can be challenging to keep your food at a uh, at a kind of a, a nominal temperature, you know. So obviously lower is better, but you know I try and keep it around 75 degrees and in a light-free, oxygen-free environment. As long as you keep the food stable, I'm expecting to have my 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 food press last 10 plus years. Um, just as a, an example, I put away just some uh, some Bisquick, you know, for the family, and we kept it in the bag for three years. And so a, as a test, we opened up the bag. I bought a brand new bag of Bisquick, made two different batches of the, of the, uh, you know, some pancakes or whatnot, and my family was unable to tell the difference between the brand new stuff right out of the bag and stuff that we put away for years or so. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, we've got a lot to cover. Let's hit one or two more of the uh, meetup topics you've had, and then if we 
if we if we uh, get through the the other things that are really important we want to get to, we can finish up with hitting some more of these topics. But share with our listeners a few of the other meetups that you've had that are some of your favorites, and then we're going to keep blowing through the show here why they need to be involved in this, and then we'll come back to some of these at the end if we have more time. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, some of the other things we've done, obviously, is water collection filtration. That's kind of another basic there. Another one that's our, uh, a real big favorite with people is emergency communication, you know, ham uh, radio and uh, other kinds of radio communication. Uh, we also cover, you know, bill bags, you know, uh, and also we had a couple really uh, nice uh, meetups with aquaponics and basically, uh, you know, long-term grow-your-own-food type stuff. And uh, one of the things that we had a good time, we actually went out to a park and we had a bug-out bag cook-off. And so everyone got to bring out their gear and, uh, you know, create a meal, you know, out of the park. And then we had a, a big kind of competition to see who could create the best bug-out bag meal. Yeah, there were, there were some, this is Chris, by the way, there were some rules there where it had to be, you know, dry food or uh, long-term food. It could, you couldn't just go buy a can of something at the store. So we put some rules around <laughs> it and said, uh, you know, this has to be stuff that is, is considered your long-term food storage, dried food, free, uh, uh, freeze-dried, that sort of stuff. And uh, we had a pretty good turnout. Um, I will admit that my, uh, my, my recipe was not the favorite. It wasn't my favorite either. But, uh, <laughs> And, and we ended up giving away some prizes to the people who uh, got voted. Everybody got to test everybody's food, uh, food out that one. And, uh, you know, it's funny. We're at the park, and, you know, there's normal people walking by the park and kind of watching us, wondering what, you know, people are doing. So just watching the faces and the looks that we were getting from, from people just walking by was, was interesting in itself. Yeah, um, some of the other meetups we've done, um, uh, raising chickens. One of our members uh, had raised some chickens, so... He kind of went into what it requires to do that, what you need, how much it costs. Uh, that was a good one. Uh, we also do uh, a, gear, a show and tell of gear. And so a lot of people got to bring in, you know, one of their favorite pieces of gear that they thought was really cool and they wanted to share with everybody. Somebody got in contact, got to see uh, what, what everybody else had. Uh, Mickey your own colloidal silver. Uh, we're doing, we, we've done a, the, the annual bug out uh, camping trip as well. We've done, we've, we've done that twice already. And then just, just basic uh, FHTS planning and survival strategies, you know, kind of like you got to have a written plan, in my opinion. You can't just have this all in your head. You can't just wing it because when disaster strikes, you know, your adrenaline goes up and all of a sudden you've got all this stress that, that, that's put in place on, on your body and your, and your mind. And so you, if you don't have a written plan to follow, then you're going to, you're going to, you're going to end up like a deer in the headlights. you got to know what you're going to do when you're going to do it. So we really that you hit on a couple of important things here uh, one of which is um, I, I understand one of your upcoming meetups tell, tell our listeners a little bit about one of your upcoming meetups that you have coming up here uh, well we got a couple of them another one begins at the long term food storage uh, obviously you know, Chris already mentioned we have the third annual you know, the bug out camp out um, if you go to the website if you actually join up you can see some information uh, the people who are holding it, it is by invitation only, so you would have to uh, definitely go in there and uh, check that out. But also we have, uh, let's see, we're actually going to be doing another uh, firearms meetup. And this is one of the first ones we're going to be having. We're actually going to be doing it at a shooting pool. And uh, we're going to be basically going over some of the legal aspects of uh, firearms usage, you know, firearms choices for people who have not, who are not really, you know, intimately familiar with firearms. I'm hoping to have uh, a lawyer friend of mine out there give a talk about, you know, the legal aspect of it. And hopefully uh, the guy from Shooters Group will come in and we'll actually get some people to take a look, get some hands-on 
uh, experienced investors looking and feeling what some of the uh, firearms look like. So, Tony, this is Chris again. To, to expand on the on the annual bug out campout, that's actually coming up this weekend. Uh, we've done it the, the previous two years, and it's on one of our members' private property um, outside of town here. They've got uh, 240 plus acres, and they've invited us to come out there and camp overnight and bring our uh, bring our bug out gear and just kind of do a practice run. Cook cook your uh, free dried food. Um, you know, set up your little camp. So that's it's uh, always a good big favorite of ours. That one's coming up this weekend, and the, the location is about three hours outside of town. Uh, but uh, but it is an entire weekend long from from Friday at four o'clock until Sunday about noon. It's an overnight trip, and you, yeah. you can come. It, the members can come for one day, or they can come for you know one night, or they can come for both nights. It just depends on what your schedule allows. That's fantastic. If people are listening to the show and they want to check that out, they just go to your meetup, which again is northwestmeetup.com forward slash northwest dash PHX Valley Survival Preparedness Group. You get enough of those words in there, it'll pop up. Join, join up the group. And there's, there's no cost, right? So it's one of the key things I want to point out. You guys obviously have some costs with, I know the meetup thing, it's free to be a member for the public, but you guys have costs in, in, in publishing that meetup thing. But the, your members, you don't charge uh, dues or there's no fees. People can come and learn and, and be blessed with all the, the, the benefits that you offer without having to pay any fee, uh, and, and that's just fantastic. It's the same with the uh, Mesa Are You Prepared. Of course, they take donations, and, and obviously you guys need money to do your thing, and people with, with big hearts are, uh, are there donating. But uh, listeners, you can, you can avail yourself all this, and, and I would – I would offer that if you start getting involved, you're going to want to donate a little bit. You know, you're going to want to help these guys out. These guys are doing great things. They're they're donating dozens of hours of their time to help the public, and and they're doing this to, really as a public service. It's just fantastic. So, uh, well, we're coming up on our next break. Um, I know you also are, are friends with Dave and Michelle Waller, who run the Mesa Are You Prepared group, and they're going to be on our show next week. And uh, uh, it's really great that you guys uh, work together with each other and, and co-promote each other and all that. And we're here at the Prepper Fest Expo and the Prepper Patch Radio Show uh, promoting both of you now with our having you listed on our website under uh, the About Us tab, uh, joining a prepper group. Um, do you guys, real quick, before we go to our break, do you guys have standard monthly meetings or do you, do you plan each meeting individually? Um, actually, we don't have standard meetings just because... Uh kind of the variety of the people involved in the group but it's just kind of too hard to plan just kind of a standard meeting so basically you know as we come up with the topic that you know everyone wants to, to kind of delve into then uh you know as we do our research and we get ready to go you know we'll kind of you know outline a date and just kind of it's always kind of a moving target with us and so no we don't have you know standard meeting dates and so it's always really kind of dependent on everyone's schedule and uh, you know basically the, the material to be covered we're coming up on our next break, guys. We've got to cut, cut the commercial. When we be back, we'll talk more about the, the Northwest Phoenix Valley Survival Preppers Group with Chris Mott and Mike Gaston. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Prepper Patch on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. Please stay with us as we will continue to explore some of the specific steps you can take to improve your family's self-reliance and embrace the preparedness lifestyle.
This is the Blaze Radio News. I'm Greg Moore. ISIS terrorists are using social media to spread their barbaric messages. The Blaze Radio's Tom Peace reports. Dr. Sebastian Gorka, chair of military theory at the Marine Corps University, says ISIS understands social media and uses it for two purposes. One, to make us afraid, to make Westerners the infidel, fearful of their next attack. And secondly, to recruit more people. And we know it works. We have unclassified reports of literally thousands of Westerners going to fight in Syria and Iraq for the jihadis. Gorka speaking on Fox News. A Nigerian Air Force jet disappearing on a mission against ISIS terrorists in the country's northeast. The Nigerian Ministry of Defense says the jet with two people on board has been missing since Friday morning after it left its base on a routine mission that was supposed to last 75 minutes. The jets have been used in daily bombing raids along Nigeria's border with Cameroon. An outbreak of a severe respiratory virus working its way east, New York, the latest state to report confirmed cases of enterovirus D68. More than a dozen people are infected. Colorado, Illinois, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, and Missouri all have confirmed cases, while several other states are investigating breakouts of respiratory illness. This is News on the Blaze Radio Network. Truth lives here. From the KFNX Weatherbug Weather Center for this afternoon, it'll be sunny. Our high 97 as winds gust to 20 miles an hour. Tonight should be part of cloudy with a low 72 as winds continue to gust to 20 miles an hour. Monday will kick off the week with a sunny day. You expect a high of 98. There's a 30% chance of afternoon showers and storms Tuesday with a high of 96. I'm Rod Tanner from the KFNX Weatherbug Weather Center. Currently in downtown Phoenix, it's 98 degrees. Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. Prepper Fest is coming Saturday, October 25th and Sunday, October 26th at Westworld of Scottsdale and will feature over 60 self-reliance training classes. Get tips about long-term food storage. Discover how to thrive by living off the grid. Experts will share their secrets of safe and simple water purification, herbal remedies, aquaponics, organic food solutions, portable solar power, wilderness survival, and more. Visit PrepperFestExpo.com and come on out on Saturday, October 25th and Sunday, October 26th to the Prepper Fest Expo at Westworld of Scottsdale. Kids will enjoy the small animals in our petting zoo. Discover how permaculture and ham radio will enhance your self-reliance. Learn how to do it yourself. Prepare for the unexpected or just save money. Plan to attend Prepper Fest Expo Saturday and Sunday, October 25th and 26th. Visit us at Facebook forward slash Prepper Fest Expo or follow us on Twitter at Prepper Fest. Prepping, it's not for doomsday, it's for every day. For information and tickets, visit PrepperFestExpo.com. What will you do when your stored supplies run out? Are you prepared? Hostel Hair provides equipment and education you need to control your own infinite food supply. We have live food storage systems, rabbits, quail, and other urban livestock for any situation and strategy. Don't be limited by what's on the shelves. Get started with an infinite food source today. Get prepped. Stay fed with Hostel Hair. Call 480-331-3761, 480-331-3761, or visit HostelHair.com. 
Increase your family's comfort, boost your home resale, and improve your loved one's fire safety with solid concrete construction from ICF Specialist. For home or business, insulated concrete form construction will also lower utility bills and reduce indoor pollutants. Get educated about insulated concrete form construction at ICFSpecialist.com. Visit us at Prepper Fest Expo October 25th and 26th at Westworld of Scottsdale. For more information, go to PrepperFestExpo.com. Tune in for Weekend Talk That Matters, only on KFNX. Welcome back to the Prepper Patch on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX with your host, Tony Tangalos. Today, Tony is discussing some of the specific steps that you can take to become increasingly self-reliant and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. Hey, Preppers, we're back with Chris and Mike of the Northwest Phoenix Valley Survival Preparedness Group. Before we jump back into it with them, I want to mention... I'm going to be speaking Saturday, September 20th, that's this Saturday, at the North Scottsdale Christian Church, located on the northwest corner of Dynamite and Pima in far north Scottsdale. That's 28,700, 28700 North Pima Road. I'll be speaking there at about 11 o'clock. Another gentleman named Chuck Coppice, who's, uh, who's been at our Prepper Fest Expo with IDP Consulting Group, is going to be speaking at 10 o'clock from 10 to 11. I'm going to be speaking from 11 to 12. And uh, for anybody that's not going to be able to go up to the uh, third annual bug out camp out weekend that Chris and Mike are coordinating, uh, please come on out to the uh, talk I'm going to be giving at the Northwest, uh, I'm sorry, the North Scottsdale Christian Church, Northwest corner of Team and Dynamite. So let's jump back in. Um, and again, that invitation for that third bug out, you got it. You have to join the meetup page and then, and then submit your information and it's an invitation only. So just because you join doesn't mean it's guaranteed that you get in. But uh, they'll they'll invite you know they'll look you, they'll look over your application and unless there's something pretty scary and you'll probably be invited to go up there. Well, guys, let's talk about something that's really important, which is which is the challenges. I mean, most people are so doggone busy that they just you know trying to fit in the time uh, is just so high. Let's talk about some of the challenges that that people aren't in a group like yours and and why what's challenging and why they you know what they can do to overcome those challenges. So this is Chris. You know, with any extracurricular activity in our life, it's all about time and money. And we all wish we had a lot more of both of those. And so you can, I, I can fill up my time very easily uh, with other stuff. Um, you know, it's, it's just very easy to do. We have limited amount of free time and, and stuff takes time. So I had to be very, very uh, specific with my time. And I just started setting aside a little bit of time each, each week to, to, to gather some preps together. Um, when I'm at the store, I may go down a couple extra aisles and try and pick out some some uh, some more food that that would be considered long term longer term food uh, stored food. And you know, everybody's busy, and we're all you know far apart. We all have different things going on. We have families, we have kids, uh, we have you know school, work, and so you have to be very deliberate, and you got to manage that accordingly. Because if you don't set aside time, money, and they also the other thing is storage space, preps take up space. If you're going to store one year's worth of food in your house, it is going to take up more than a closet. I guarantee it. So you really you really need to have those three things set aside if you really want to do this right. Um, I'm going to, Mike, Mike's going to touch on some of the uh, challenges regarding uh, building relationships in our group. Well, yeah, um, what's kind of difficult is actually kind of finding the right people who are you know of the same mindset of you. A lot of people prep for different reasons. 
I myself am more more worried about, you know, an economic kind of situation that comes down the line. Other people are prepping for, you know, nuclear biological kind of attack or an EMP. And so um, what's kind of challenging is finding the right kind of people that you want to, you know, align yourself with who have kind of the same mindset. And so uh, one of our members have actually come up with a plan. It was actually very detailed, and it was really nice for him to kind of just kind of give it over to us. It's, it's a method for going through and finding like-minded people. So, like, if, if you're just a prepper who needs a place to go to, you can actually, uh, you know, use this format to actually find somebody who's a landowner and is looking for people to build groups that way. So, uh, you know, having that kind of uh, that kind of tool to kind of bring people together is uh, very, very uh, valuable. We're going to be doing kind of a speed dating event, I call it. Uh, you know, when we, come, when we go to Cabela's and we sit there for two hours, uh, I always encourage everybody to raise their hand and ask questions and offer their own advice because Mike and I are not experts in everything. And, and everybody has different knowledge, so we encourage that. Uh, one of the things we haven't really done much of is, is just actually getting to know uh, people during that time. So we're going to be having, a, like I call it, a speed dating event where everybody's going to just kind of identify what, what, what preference what type they are and what it is they're looking for, and then we're going to try and uh, pair up people with, with others who, uh, who might have, have what they're looking for. So that's, um, but, but as always, there's, there's a social dynamic that goes with it. Everybody's, everybody's different, and, and in the short amount of time we have, uh, making connections is, is a challenge. So we, we try and balance the social side as well as the learning side. So we're, we're uh, without, without both of those, it's difficult. Right, and you guys do a great job, and we just want to keep reemphasizing that uh, people, you can't do this alone. You know, if, as, as my friend Lance Baker often says, you know, when the skill's at the fan, you can't just take a couple of MREs, your flashlight, and your sleeping bag and go hang out at Lake Pleasant. You know, you've got, you want to have a plan, you want to be in a group, you want to be with other like-minded people. Let's face it, the vast majority of the public is asleep in the normalcy buys, just like they were in the times of Noah when he was swinging hammers building his ark. They were laughing at him, go, oh, you're those crazy doomsday preppers, you know, those maniacs, those morons. And then, and then when the Skittles hit the fan, when the rain started falling, the very people that were mocking the, uh, Noah, who was a prepper at the time, uh, what did they try to do? They tried to get on his ark, and they, they paid the price for not having built their own ark. So, you know, these prepper groups are building arcs. They're building communities. They're building networks of people. They're building uh, education. They're fostering and, and, and encouraging education amongst people that are of like mind. So for everybody out there who's either a prepper or who's thinking about becoming a prepper, Join one of these groups. Go to, them, go to the groups. They're free. They're both on our website under PrepperFestExpo.com. You go to the About Us tab and you go look for joining a prepper group. We've got their email addresses, their, their meetup group addresses there. And, and learn. You know, learn while you have the time because right now, you know, everything's fine. The dollar hasn't collapsed. Food's in the grocery stores. But we know that there's going to be a day. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when, when things could change. And when they do, any time you spend now preparing, you will be thankful. You'll be thankful and grateful. You won't be able to wind back the clock at that time. You won't be able to come back to where we are now and do the preparation. That's why it's important now to be taking the steps to take responsibility for your lives, people. Take responsibility for the fact that you are a living, breathing organism that needs food and water to survive and have a plan for how to provide that for yourself in the absence of the grocery stores having that for you. That's why these things like aquaponics 
and creating your own garden, raising some chickens, all this stuff. I'm doing this at my house. I've got chickens. I've got a garden. And uh, these are the types of things you need to do, So, uh, along with some food storage. So in a, in a tough situation, I mean, just in the last week, we had a pretty big flooding situation here in Phoenix. And there's some neighborhoods that got pretty well flooded out. There was also a solar storm that was reported on CNN that uh, hit yesterday. Apparently, it didn't do too much damage. But uh, someday there's going to probably be, uh, it's just a matter of when, not if, uh, a solar storm that will do exactly what the one did in 1859, which which really uh, took out a lot of technology. It was called the Carrington Event. We're getting back on track with uh, Mike and Chris at the Northwest Phoenix Valley Survival Preparedness Group. Um, you guys are just doing a great job. Let's jump into uh, some of the preparedness in general, what you've witnessed uh, with a lot of people in the whole preparedness Thing. You know, living in Arizona, things? we're pretty lucky. We don't have a lot of, uh, you know, weather-related events, uh, natural disasters. We were able to learn from the mistakes of, uh, of the people that, you know, survived through Hurricane Katrina and Hurricane Sandy, you know, and that sort of thing. So, fortunately, we get to kind of watch and see <laughs> what, what people aren't doing the right way. But because we live in the just-in-time society, uh, if something does Strike, you know, the East Coast, for example, or the Midwest, for example, uh, j- just because it doesn't hit us directly, it could disrupt our food supply, uh, our water supply, our, our fuel supply, and so it could be a rippling effect. So, you know, a lot of people, I think, are waking up now to what is going on. They're seeing how fragile our economy is right now that's built on credit and the fiat currency. They're seeing how fragile our infrastructure is. Uh, every time there's a hurricane or, or, you know, a bad winter storm, Power goes out to you know thousands and thousands of people, uh, not necessarily here in Arizona, but but elsewhere. Uh, the centralized uh, emergency management means that affected communities get prioritized uh, based on the importance to that centralized agency. Just because a storm may hit your area, if your area is not important as some other area, you may not get uh, get help very quickly. And, you know, and then with the whole wide open borders thing right now, um, I keep hearing about all kinds of horrible things that could be coming across the border. I think people are getting, uh, I hate to say scared, but I think they're waking up to that. And then we see the militarization of the police force. I think that is opening a lot of people's eyes to, you know, why is that happening? Why do we need that? We're all good people. What are they preparing for? So uh, I hate to say that people are scared, but but it's causing a lot of people to wake up. Well, absolutely. You guys, you guys, uh, you know, you hit some of the common things here, the, you know, some some people prep for a collapse of the dollar. Some people for an electromagnetic pulse. Uh, some some for a pandemic. We got this Ebola thing getting out of hand over in Africa, and a lot of these several of these people are flying back here. You know, there's meteor attack, mega earthquakes, Planet X. We've covered a lot of these subjects on our radio show in the past, um, and they're available um, from our website. You can go to our downloads. Well, we're coming up on our third break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some advice you guys have for preppers. We'll be right back. to the Prepper Patch on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. Please stay with us as we will continue to explore some of the specific steps you can take to improve your family's self-reliance and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. 
A good knife is a critical tool for your survival. At LeesCutlery.com, we specialize in new and pre-owned custom production vintage and military knives. Buying and selling and trading knives since 1998, Lee is only happy when you are. That's why LeesCutlery.com offers free domestic shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Visit us at PrepperFest Expo October 25th and 26th at Westworld of Scottsdale. For more information, go to PrepperFestExpo.com. Do you have what your family needs in case of a medical emergency? MedPacs USA offers 18 different medical kits or packs and over 100 individual items to meet your medical emergency needs. Whether you need a boo-boo kit for life's normal accidents or for a life-threatening situation with only minutes to live, MedPacs USA has what you can't live without. Call MedPacs USA at 855-855-5060. That's 855-855-5060. Or go to MedPacsUSA.com. For your outdoor and preparedness needs, visit tactical-survival-llc.com. Whether your interest is hiking, hunting, camping, or self-reliance, we have the products to fit your needs. Water purification, freeze-dried foods, non-GMO seeds, survival bags, archery, edged weapons, camping gear, first aid, and a variety of survival gear. We welcome custom orders. Contact tactical-survival-llc.com today. 602-575-7916. That's 602-575-7916. Attention all shooters. Chops Ranch, Arizona's premier shooting facility, is now offering Rifle Mountain full-range memberships just east of Kingman off the I-40. Chops Ranch offers 35 ranges for pistol, shotgun, and precision rifle. Shoot over 2,200 meters from our Sniper Hill. 1,300 privately owned acres at over 5,000 feet offers stunning views and mild weather. And at day's end, tell your shooting stories at our Shooter's Rest Lodge. Training is available and we offer overnight RV parking. Call 602-539-4929 or visit www.shotsranch.com today log on and listen live 1100kfnx.com welcome back to the prepper patch on independent talk 1100kfnx with your host tony tangalos today tony is discussing some of the specific steps that you can take to become increasingly self-reliant and embrace the preparedness lifestyle Okay, Preppers, we're back with Chris Mon and Mike Gaston of the Northwest Phoenix Valley Survival Preparedness Group. And we're talking about why their group is a great group and what you can learn from it. We've covered some of the meetups, when they are, how to join. Again, their meetup address is meetup.com forward slash Northwest Phoenix Valley Survival Preparedness Group. Or you could go to PrepperFestExpo.com and go to the About Us tab and drop down for looking for a prepper group. And they're going to be there. Uh, along with Dave and Michelle Waller, who we're going to have on the radio next week, uh, from this day forward is on our website. Well, guys, we're, we're got about 10 minutes left here. Give, uh, give our listeners, the people that have invested an hour to, uh, share, to listen to what you guys have to say, give us some of the advice you have, just general generic prepping advice, uh, that you would like to share with our listeners. Well, uh, Mike here, basically one of the, the things that we want to try and, and get people to to kind of foster is a survival mindset where, you know, in that mindset, you know, no matter what happens, uh, you know, we don't want you to give up, you know, don't give in. You have to have that will to survive and to overcome whatever, you know, whatever obstacles in front of you when it comes to your personal survival, you know, be that, you know, we want you to go out and, you know, become familiar with firearms. So you have your personal defense. You know, we want you to be able to have a plan for some shelter in case you can't bug in. Uh, we definitely, you know, we want people to have, uh, you know, a water supply, not only, you know, one in their homes so they can stay and bug in if necessary, but also, you know, one that they can take with them. 
Uh, obviously, the food is very, very important. Uh, you are light years ahead of the vast majority of the population if you have even just a month's supply of food in your home waiting for you. I mean, you're so far ahead, it, it's almost kind of mind-boggling. So, you know, food being very important. Communication is, is another uh, very important topic where you, you can actually talk to your your friends and your family members in case the cell phones go down. I mean, uh, if anybody was following during the Boston bombing, they shut the cell phone towers down and basically locked off the main form of communication for just about everybody today. So it's very important to, you know, set up another set of uh, a communication options, be it ham radio, TV, or something like that. And also uh, transportation, you know, making sure that if you do need to leave, if you've got some viable transportation, get out, be it a bicycle, be it your truck or your car, and also have a, a plan to get out. Uh, we do. Uh, we did a meetup here using Google Earth as a bug-out planning tool. You can actually go and look at the roads and actually literally do a virtual flyover of the path you might take to get out of the city. And so, you know, maybe those are some of the basic tenets, to, you know, that we feel are very core to have people understand and to plan for. You know, with the, the whole pandemic thing that, that we keep hearing about, you know, if, if, if the water supply were to become tainted or poisoned, just, you know, Arizona, we get a lot of our water supply through the Central Arizona Project, the canals. You know, if that, if that water were to become tainted somehow, you know, how would that affect us? Um, if, if we couldn't go outside or, you know, if there was a, a, a storm, if we had another flood and, and the city sewer system backed up, you know, you got to have a fresh, drinkable supply of water on hand. Uh, and that could be as simple as just buying a bunch of gallon containers and keeping them in the closet somewhere. Um, you know, you want to have three days, three days worth of water. And again, with the just-in-time society that we live in, I, I've read that we only have maybe three or four days worth of food in the grocery store just because of the turnover rate uh, at the stores. you got to have you got to have food. If you don't have the food, you know, you're not going to last very long if, if something happens. You're going to be you're going to become a victim or, or a refugee, either one of those. Um, the other advice we have is, You've got to find some people to team up with. Um, share your concerns with, you know, with your immediate family members and find out which ones are going to be help and which ones may not. Um, if you have some close friends, figure out how to drop the uh, subject and try and talk about that with them. You've got to find some people. The easiest way is to go online. That's how I did it. That's how Mike did it. Um, also, plan on not being able to withdraw cash uh, when disaster strikes. You know, if, if, you, if you don't have any, any cash on hand, and all of a sudden the ATMs are turned off, or there's a banking holiday and you can't withdraw any cash, you're not going to be able to get any more supplies. So whatever you've got, you're going to have to live with it. Uh, and then, again, learn from the lessons of the Hurricane Katrina, Hurricane Sandy, uh, tornadoes that go through, um, the, the earthquakes in California. You know, read, read about what those people had to live through. And then be ready to flee to safety in a moment's notice. Uh, I, man, whenever I try and get away on a holiday weekend, it seems like it takes us forever to get out the door. You know, and it's just frustrating. You want to get out on your vacation. Uh, you know, that's one thing that I, I need to, to practice better is, is being able to get out the door as quickly as possible if something were to happen. Um, I read a whole lot of books on this subject. I'm constantly buying books. My wife gives me briefs about it. She's like, oh, you bought more books? You don't even have time to read the ones you had before. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, one of these days, one of these days I'll have time, uh, you know, when the, when, maybe when the power goes out and we're all sitting around doing nothing, then I'll have time to read up on these books. But, I collect a lot of books on the subject, and I try and read as much as I can. Um, you know, the other thing is test your gear and know how to use it. You know, I buy a lot of new gear all the time, and a lot of it just sits in my bag. I don't even touch it. You know, I don't even know if it works. I hope it works. Uh, but maybe I should try and practice a little more. So that's one of the things we're doing. Is we're doing a privileged field day 
coming up that we've got scheduled, and the intent of that is to, to bring some of your gear and, and test it out. Um, Mike, these are, any, these are, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, Mike, Mike, do you have any, uh, anything you want to share on me? Well, yeah, again, just like Chris said, actually putting your plan into action. I mean, uh, we have all kinds of written plans, and we have ideas of how we think it's going to be. And at one time, we actually did uh, a little meetup. We got everyone together with their bug-out bags and went on a little hike. And within 10 minutes, it became clear that half the people's ideas of what they were able to carry were completely far-fetched, and they were unable to execute their plan. And so even, you know, even just planning out a little bit and then actually trying to put that plan into effect can show you uh, where, you know, the holes that you have in that plan. So, you know, if you do have any kind of deficiencies, you know, they will show up very, really quickly if you actually go out and try and test your plan. One of the things, uh, now that the weather's cooling down and people get outside a little more, is I like to go on a hike up, up some of the mountains here, and I always bring one of my go bags with me just to just to test and see how heavy it is, how comfortable it is. You got to practice. If you don't know what you've got, you don't know what your capabilities are. Uh, you can all of a sudden get to get your driveway ready to go on your, uh, your uh, you know, bug out, and you could find out that you're 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 not strong enough or you're not in shape enough to to, to be able to carry all the stuff you want. So you got to you got to test your stuff out. You got to practice with it. Well, you guys are absolutely right. And I'm going to add. You know, I got my four stage plan for preparedness. Is one the radio show to wake people up to the expo to help them get their preps, and then. I'm going to add uh, both your group and Michelle and Dave Waller's group, the Mace Are You Prepared group, to phase three, which is practice. Because really, you guys and Dave and Michelle, these prep, your prepper groups are where people really truly get an opportunity to practice, whether it's, whether it's uh, doing these uh, uh, third annual bug out thing that you're doing with the, the bug out camp out weekend, uh, your cook offs where people get to actually cook using freeze dried dehydrated food. That's just a fantastic idea. I mean, a lot of us have this food stored up, but how many of us have actually practiced cooking? And then you find out, oh, you know, it might be a good idea to go to Sam's Club or Costco, and for about 20 bucks, you can get these mega-sized, you know, uh, spices and seasonings to actually make the food you're cooking have a little more flavor and variety than, than just, you know, beans and rice for the next, you know, God knows how long. So it's really, it's really important. What you guys are doing, I just I take my hats off to you. I thank you so much. All the time you're spending, I, I want to. We're, we're almost out of time here, so I want to get this in. All the time that you guys are spending, I just want to give a public thank you to you guys because you're really helping people prepare. You know, people. I'm telling you, we're living just like in the times of Noah, where the vast majority of people have the head in, head in the sand. They have. They're just not paying attention. I mean, the dangers are all around us. We live in an increasingly uncertain future, whether it's EMPs or earthquakes or, or you name it, the currency collapse, uh, pandemic. Uh, you know, we try not to talk too much conspiracy stuff, but let's face it, the government's buying an awful lot of ammo and they're militarizing our, our police for a reason because they know that there's going to come an event someday, could be man-made, could be nature-made, that's going to uh, put us in a situation where it's going to be tough to, to get, get through it. And uh, all the time you guys are spending, all the energy you're spending, God bless you. You're going to be able to look back on your lives from eternity and, and be very, very thankful for all the time you spend. It's going to be a real blessing to so many people. And, and it's just, I just can't thank you enough for what you're doing. You're going to, you're going to, I know there's days when you're like, man, I, sh I could be out playing with my kids. I could be out golfing. I could be watching the Cardinals on the football, uh, on TV. And all the time you spend a sacrifice 
I just want to publicly acknowledge and thank you and praise you for it because it's really what is needed and it's desperately needed. And I just can't say more than to encourage all our listeners to join. If you live on the West Valley, join the West Valley uh, group. If you live in the East Valley, join the Mesa Are You Prepared group. Well, guys, we're just about out of time. Do you have any last uh, thoughts you want to close? We've got about 30 seconds left. Well, actually, yeah, um, we actually have several people who are event organizers who contribute to the group, not just Chris and I. Um, and Kelly is one of the ladies. She's wonderful. She puts a lot of effort into this as well. But uh, we're also always looking for people who have expertise in certain areas who are willing to, uh, you know, share their expertise with the group and, you know, to help do that community building. So it's kind of an open call to anybody out there who has expertise that they want to share. Uh, our group is one of the venues that they can do that with. Fantastic, guys. We're out of time. Thanks so much. This is Chris and Mike with the Northwest Phoenix Valley Survival Preparedness Group. Next week, we're going to have Dave and Michelle Waller with the Mesa Are You Prepared Group as we continue to focus on National Preparedness Month, September. We'll see you next week. listening to the prepper patch with tony tangalos join us next sunday at 2 p.m to discover more steps you can take to become more self-reliant and embrace the preparedness lifestyle this is independent talk 1100 kfnx podcasts of the prepper patch radio show are available 24 7 for free at preparednessradio.com Simply go to the show's tab and click on the Prepper Patch for recent podcasts of the Prepper Patch radio show. Go to the Apple iTunes store or podbean.com and search Prepper Patch Radio. Like and share us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Prepper Patch Radio. And follow us on Twitter at the Prepper Patch. And remember, prepping, it's not for doomsday, it's for every day. Alcoholmakers.com offers distilling equipment to make E85 ethanol, fuel that can power your car, generator, or anything else that runs on gasoline. Take ditch weeds, grass, or sugar water, and a little yeast, and in a few days it will provide the mash you can distill into pure alcohol. Turn seawater into pure drinking water. Learn how you can legally and affordably secure your own energy independence by creating your own fuel alcohol through distillation. Call 480-226-2128 or visit alcoholmakers.com. You're listening to Independent Talk.